She looked so different from what I remembered. Her once pale Alaskan skin had this beautiful sun-kissed glow that just screamed California. She was in the best shape that I had ever seen her in, and I mean, sure, she had aged like we all do, but she wore her wrinkles with pride. She was like the ultimate golden girl. She wasn't really a Blanche, though, or a Dorothy, or a Sophia, or even a Rose. She was like the best parts of all of them. She was still sassy and charmingly mischievous, which was the same when I was a girl. But now she had this confidence that I think you really only gain with time and often with the support of some really rad female friends. So I suppose that if she had been cast in a late 80s, early 90s sitcom, she wouldn't have fit the bill to be cast as anyone but herself. The delightful Miss Maggie, the coolest African elephant I have ever known. Although, I suppose I should probably tell you that she's actually the only African elephant that I've ever known, so there's probably other cool ones out there. Give them a chance. No, but Maggie was a really big part of my childhood. Um, In school, we had two very predictable field trips every year. We would go see the Nutcracker around Christmas time, and we would come here to the zoo. This was not unique to me. This was just part of growing up in Anchorage in the 80s and 90s. Just as common as carrying your Jansport backpack with a pencil box full of Jelly Roll pens and some Lisa Frank swag. I found Maggie to be so much cooler than, like, every other animal here. Like, nah, Teach, I don't need to see the moose. Those were in my front yard this morning. I will be at the elephant exhibit. That's actually not totally true. In elementary school, I was terrified to get in trouble. My dad is listening right now, probably laughing, wishing that I held on to that fear for a few more years. But back in those days, I, I really was um, afraid to get in trouble. And actually, I can only remember getting in trouble twice in elementary school. Uh, the first time, it's because I would not stop talking to this little red-haired boy that I had a crush on. And, and the other time, it was because we were here at the zoo. And yeah, like I did not care to see the wolves or the bears. No offense, but um, I just wanted to see the elephant exhibit. So that is exactly what I did. What I didn't really think through was that my mom was my chaperone, and as any good parent should, she definitely noticed that I was missing. (laughs) And when she found me, she gave me that sort of death stare that only moms can give that, like, sends the hair on the back of your neck standing straight up. But it didn't stop there. No, no, not with my mom. No, she snitched on me, and I had to do an entire extra assignment. I cried. But it was totally worth it. Even though Maggie wasn't really doing anything magnificent while I was back there. She was sort of standing at the fence, just eating some grass, and watching the ducks and the swans that used to live in the pond across from the elephant exhibit. I didn't care. What I have always craved in relationships, whether that's with friends or families or romance, is like true connection. I love friendships that you can't explain. Like, it's a little weird, but it just makes sense and it feels good. It feels right. You're connected. That is how Maggie made me feel. Just connected. In 2007, Maggie was moved to the Performing Animal Welfare Society in San Andreas, California. It's also known as Paws. It's a beautiful place if you ever get a chance to visit. Um, Her goodbye was, I think, very bittersweet for everybody who knew her. Um, There are a lot of reasons why elephants should not live in Alaska. 
And moving Maggie was sort of a matter of life and death. Her health was declining. She needed hillsides to roam and mud to play in and like-minded friends to keep her company. Uh, her and I, we're not so different in that regard. But it's never easy to say goodbye to those special souls that we adoringly call friends. I think sometimes we as creatures who just like love and feel so deeply, we wanna keep them around for somewhat selfish reasons. It's like we're afraid to let a moment become a memory. We're afraid to move on. And I don't know, I guess for me, I'm a little bit afraid that I'll be forgotten. I'm not totally crazy, like hear me out. I know to Maggie, I am just another two-legged creature that has crossed her path in what has surely been an interesting life. But she was so much more to me, and I'll tell you why. Maggie taught me so much about the world. She made me smarter, she made me less selfish, and I think that if you find a friend in this life that makes you better, that is not just a friend, but a damn good one. One worth connecting with again one day. So I did. I, uh, I road tripped around California and I ended up going to see Maggie at Paws. It had been like a decade since our last visit and I, I don't know if it's just me, but like I get super nervous when I see people I haven't seen in a long time. Like you wonder if they're happy, if they're healthy, what their life is like. You hope that they still like you, but more than that, you hope against hope that they got every wonderful thing that they deserved in this life. It is always good to see old friends. When I arrived at the sanctuary, Maggie had mud on her back and she picks them up and kind of tossed them in my direction and then she threw some more on herself. It was this sweet, familiar gesture that reminded me of the Maggie from back home. I got to see the hillsides that she roamed. I met her best friend, Lulu, who just recently became the oldest living African elephant in the United States. The two are absolutely adorable. They take care of each other endlessly. When one sleeps, the other watches. When the other elephants are mean to Lulu, Maggie defends her. Um, her new friends and caretakers told me that she's very unique for being an adult. Um, everyone treats her like the baby. They cut her slack. She gets away with breaking the rules. She doesn't nervously sway from side to side anymore, and she's never in chains. Maggie is happy. And I thought about her the whole way home. I smiled for days, and I told anybody who would listen about her story. And I realized somewhere in those conversations that I didn't just want to know Maggie. I wanted to be like her. A lot's happened since that visit. Um, I said goodbye to my mom. I helped my best friend pack to move across the country. I got a new job. I found love. I have a new puppy. We can add surviving a pandemic to that list now. And it hasn't always been easy, but I persevere. And I try and keep my sense of humor. And every once in a while, I remember how fun it is to break the rules sometimes. And I do all of that for me, but I do it because I have had the pleasure and honor of being friends with some truly incredible people, interesting friends, friends like Maggie. So Maggie, if you could speak English and also hear me, 
Thank you for being a friend, and I hope you're enjoying your golden years.